What up, world? It's your past first point guard and Trailblazers reporter Mike Richmond. Listen to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. In today's episode, we're going to talk about CJ McCollum telling ESPN that Damian Lillard is all in for the upcoming Trailblazers season. We're going to look at the NBA schedule release. The Blazers 2021-22 schedule is officially out. And then we're going to close the show reviewing Dame's new album, Different on Levels the Lord Allows. Dame's fourth album released this week. And I've listened to it a couple times. I'm going to share my thoughts. But let's start with some, some juicy news. I don't know if it's juicy. Let's start with some some stuff that definitely can be classified as news because CJ McCollum was on the Woj pod with Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN on Friday. This released on August 20th and they talked about a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, the bulk of the episode is about CJ McCollum becoming the president of the NBA Players Association. A big deal. Uh, something I don't think I mentioned on the podcast because it happened while I was on vacation. It was just a weird week, but CJ McCollum, the president of the NBA Players Association, and it's going to be that is going to be a great deal of responsibility, uh, being the face of the, the players' labor negotiations as they get a new television deal, potentially a new CBA. As you know, there's just um, there is it is a it is a position of some political importance in the league, without a doubt, of a great deal of political importance in the league, without a doubt. And and as CJ mentioned in the episode, you you get praised. You don't really get praised when things go right, but when things go wrong, it's CJ done it. So he talks a little bit about sort of the business of the NBA, signing contract, long-term contracts versus the free agent market, players forcing trades, guys moving around, all, all the sort of the politics of the league that that the way contracts work and the way player movement works, like the, the head of the player association has to be at least sort of like abreast of the of the happenings of sort of like the vibe of, of the league. And I think that's pretty interesting, even if it's not like really specific to the Blazers. I, well, I do think maybe requesting a trade after signing a long-term contract might be specific to the Blazers, but that's pretty interesting. Uh, he discusses talking to Chauncey Billups, uh, how he's already spoken with Chauncey. And and basically, the the big thing and the word I think we're going to hear a lot going forward with the Blazers is, is accountability, is holding holding folks accountable. And from, from what I've heard, um, Chauncey, at least in his early stages, has been... Uh, more of like a harder coach, more of a yeller in practice than uh, than the previous regime. Uh, not to say there's like any value in screaming. I think like Jim Boylan was a screamer and everyone makes fun of that dude. Like there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of ways to crack a coconut, but I, I think uh, more so than style, accountability, holding holding the stars, Damon CJ specifically accountable as defenders is important. And, and CJ talks about having discussed exactly that, adding more movement to the offense, you know, not, not, wildly changing up what they do but making the offense a little um a little more sustainable and 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 taking that step on defense now we've we've heard the Blazers talk a lot about taking steps on defense in the past so I am going to I'm going to treat this with a maybe hopeful grain of salt until we see it but like I've been I've been to enough I've been through enough Blazers off seasons um and heard them talk about taking steps on defense and Dame and CJ and accountability and all that stuff a bunch. Uh, obviously, new coaching staff, so there's reason to be hopeful. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stay optimistic that that we'll see an improvement there. But um, I I have I have seen this movie before. I've I've seen this play out before. 
But the big news from the Woj pod, and I chose not to play the audio for you here just out of respect. Like, go listen to the podcast. It's available wherever you get podcasts. Uh, the Woj pod from, if you're into basketball podcasts, I'm, I bet you're familiar with it. If you're not, you can go check it out. It came out on August 20th. That's a Friday. So uh, it's about four, 35 minutes of, of CJ and Woj chatting. And, and like I said, they, t- they touch on some interesting stuff. But the, the big moment which happens towards the end of the podcast. And, is, and it, they don't really harp on it a bunch. It's it's like two minutes, which is why I thought about clipping out and playing the audio. But I guess I respect the medium or whatever and uh, don't view my job as aggregator to straight up steal the audio. So go listen to the Woj pod. But in any case, Woj asked, asked CJ like about kind of what has he heard from Dame? Obviously, there's this there's been rumblings that he's going to ask for a trade and like Dame himself hasn't exactly quieted those down. He's been pretty public about I haven't, you know, he's been public and saying I haven't decided what my future will be. And and Woj asks, you know, CJ, what do you think that future is? And and CJ says the following. I don't want to speak for him, but having a close relationship with him, he and I talk every day or every other day from sharing memes to sending videos to each other to serious talk about our season, what it takes to win, and what it's going to take to win a championship. I have a pretty good sense of where he's at, and I think his goal is to win a championship. I think at the end of the day, that's what we all want. We want to put ourselves in the best position to win a championship. But I mean, he's all in. I think at this stage, I can say that he's all in. He just wants to win a championship at the end of the day. The... Answer from CJ continues from there. He talks about, um, you know, knowing, recognizing that they need to improve. And CJ takes some personal responsibility saying, I need to improve. I need to be better and all these things if we're going to win a championship, yada, yada, yada. But the big takeaway here is the all in, right? Um, CJ wouldn't say this publicly if he wasn't comfortable with saying it. Uh, while I don't think this is like, Dame will never leave. Um, I think this is as clear an indicator from anyone around the team that Dame's going to start the season on the roster and play it out from there. Dame Lowe doesn't strike me as a midseason trade type of guy. Uh, That's why I was saying like, there's probably some truth to the trade stuff in the summer because if he was going to change teams, I think it was going to happen in the off season. And I think we'll end up revisiting this very heavily next July. Like I think we'll be right back here in the sort of Dame's future scary watch. But I just like the vibe I get from, you know, spend a lot of time around Dame in, in professional, various professional capacities. And I don't think he would force his way out midseason. Like, I think there's a there's a world in which he gets frustrated and they stink and he and he's he, you know, tries to get out of their midseason. Like, I don't think it's like a it's not a it's a non zero chance. But I think more his like sort of vibe and the way he's always been is that uh if he's there, he'll be there, he'll be committed, and he'll be on the team for the year. And CJ saying he's all in is, is like as good of a public indication that it, that this is not going to happen now as we've had. I mean, um, I think it was always like, uh, you know, it's more bubbling up to the surface and we saw the frustration from Dame more than it was like a like a looming trade demand or anything like he shot down the idea that he was going to demand a trade imminently but he didn't shoot down the idea that he was frustrated with the situation like um so i think this this from cj if you're looking for a real positive from this dame being all in suggests that it, they're running it back groups coming back um the frustrations will be put on the side burner back burner he maybe even off the heat for a little bit uh and this team's gonna look what they look like basically what they look like they're gonna add one more player and and this is who they're going to be. Um, whether, you know, if, if the goal is to win a championship, does this look like a championship roster to you? I think your mileage may vary on that one, but um, all in. I think that says, in terms of like a summer of bad news concerning Damien Lord or sort of like 
bummer news concerning Damian Lillard. This is this is as good as we've gotten. And, and CJ, um, he's he's too savvy to say something that he didn't that he doesn't truly mean and truly um, truly think. So all Dame's all in. I think this is I think this is you can you can chalk this up as a true offseason win for the Blazers. For now, Damian Lillard all in. Uh, check out the Woj Pod for more uh, with CJ. That's it's a it's a pretty illuminating discussion on um, on on CJ with a new role and and um and just the stage of the Blazers are at. So yeah, wherever you get podcasts, the Woj Pod. In the second segment, let's talk about the Blazers' schedule. The NBA released its schedule on Friday, and while uh, NBA schedule release day is not particularly important, it's worth uh, kind of let's let's take a peek at it in the second segment. Let's let's take a little peek, but first. Let's talk about sweat block. It is the doctor created, doctor recommended perspiration wipe that you need. The sweat block wipes that work up to seven days per use. Here's what you do when you're going to bed. You take a sweat block wipe. You wipe it on. You go to sleep. You wake up. You go about your day. Take a shower. Put on whatever shirts you want to wear. Put on whatever clothes you want to wear. And you will not have to worry about heavy perspiration because they're giving you the dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Yeah, pretty good deal, right? Wear what you want. Have that, find that confidence. Use sweat block to help you find it. Go to sweatblock.com. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN. You get 20% off your order. It's also available to Amazon and on CVS. And it's, listen, this has been a popular product forever. Uh, it's been a bestseller on Amazon for about a decade. There's over 13,000 reviews. So if I haven't convinced you, go check them out and find out more about people who love this product. Today's episode is also brought to you by betonline.ag. Is about that time of year, y'all. Is football season. What this, this weekend, this coming weekend, I'm recording this on a Sunday, August 22nd, the final weekend without college football of 2021. Teams are back on the gridiron, and so you should get back on betonline.ag, your number one spot to bet on college football. Pro football not far behind, and it'll be the number one spot to bet on pro football as well. You'll get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the internet's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open already right now on betonline.ag. Also, be sure to take advantage of the opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between your Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. If you lose your wager, you'll be refunded up to $25. So that's basically a free $25 bet. It's only available to new customers when you're signing up at betonline.ag. Use the promo code NFL 100. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports. That's bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right. So Damian Lillard's all in for the season, at least according to CJ McCollum. And I'm 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 willing to trust Christian James. Damian Lillard all in. That's some actual good news. Actual good offseason news from the Blazers. Uh, prior to that, it was just that Greg Brown dunks a lot, and and while that was really fun, it's um, uh, Damian Lord being that like the the word that Dame is committed to this team is a big deal. And your first chance to see Damian Lord back in action with the 2021-22 Portland Trail Blazers is coming on October 20th at home against the Kings. That's the Blazers' season opener and home opener. That's right on Friday. The NBA released its 21-22 schedule we got it it was teased in the in the previous weeks we got you know opening nights and and christmas day games the blazers are involved in neither one but now 
Now we've got the the full thing. And I think there is a tendency to want to make the NBA's schedule release kind of like more important than there is. Like I think just like within the within the industry, everyone's like not everyone, but some people are like, okay, now that I've seen the schedule, let me break down and go through each game. 82 games, win, loss. I'll, we'll figure it out. I'll, now that I've seen the schedule, this sort of like great mystery that it was before, we can figure out if this team's going to, you know, win 43 or 48 games. I think that's nonsense. Um, <laughs> I don't think you can know in August what the games are going to be like. I, you can know the sort of basic outlines. So let's let's get the basic outlines here. And then when we get closer to the games, we'll figure out what they matter. Um <laughs> if any of my fellow locked on hosts are doing like a, a win-loss prediction for all 82 games, I apologize, but like that I find that to be um that that is a thing that matters in the coverage of the National Football League. In the NBA, it's nonsense. You play 41 games. It's it you you play, you know, three Western Conference teams three times. That's that's the big thing. It's like you don't play every team in the West four times. But you're going to play every team in the East twice. You're going to play all um you know the other 12 teams in the West four times. Like it's it's a straightforward schedule. The Blazers always have a similar like front loaded early and then they travel typically more in the second half. That's the same this year. Like there isn't you didn't uncover some secrets. So no secret hunting, no treasure hunting. Let's just talk about the basics. The Blazers and the big one here is always going to be rest. Uh, the Blazers, you know, they're they're in a northwest outpost. The the closest teams are still far away. Sacramento is still far away. Denver is still far away. So travel is always a big thing for the Blazers. They're traveling, according to the team, an estimated fifty one thousand air miles this year. A little bit over the league average, um, but not not crazy crazy, but a little bit more. Um, and that's just kind of their burden. That's how it works by being the Portland Trailblazers. They're also going to play fourteen back to backs. Uh, the league got rid of those like baseball-like series where you would play like two straight home games against the Timberwolves or whatever it was like they did last year. I kind of liked those, but I, I bet uh, teams hate them because of selling tickets, so I'm not surprised they're gone. Uh, so, but the Blazers will play back-to-backs, and there's still some home-and-home back-to-backs in there, something that didn't uh, was relatively rare three years ago in the NBA, but is, is now uh, coming back as, sort of as again, more typical. I also bet uh, teams hate those for selling back-to-back games because uh, does people really want to go Friday and Saturday night to Blazer games? It's a big commitment. That's six and a half hours of basketball. But in any case, 14 back-to-backs. The league average is 13.4. So the Blazers basically play one one extra uh, back-to-back compared to the rest of the league. Or more more accurately, like teams play either 13 or 14 games, uh, or 13 or 14 back-to-backs. And so the Blazers are on the high end and that's how we ended up at the average. Um, the other interesting one is and it's, and I think this is like becoming more important. The more we know about sports science and more about health is, is rest advantage versus rest disadvantage games. And the Blazers during this 82 games, uh, uh, season, assuming nothing gets rescheduled, obviously with where the world is at in the pandemic, that could happen, but we will address that when it comes. But according to the schedule now, the, the 82 games as, as they stand today, the Blazers are going to play eight rest advantage games. That's that's games where their opponent has played the night before and they haven't, uh, compared to 11 rest disadvantage games. The The rest advantage games come early in the season. They're mostly before Christmas. So it's go ahead and take advantage of them. <laughs> if you don't, it's not the end of the world. Um, but the rest adva- like the rest stuff really matters. And you'd rather have those kind of packed into the back half of the season and the Blazers don't. Like if you're really, if you're going to get deep and analyze win-loss of all 82 games, I guess, I guess those, um, 
those would be a reasonable factor that I maybe wouldn't tease you as much when you're when you're when you're going over all 82 games in August as if you know what teams are going to look like in April in a league where one person their their availability or if they're on the roster is such a significant change. So I don't think there's there's other like things to be learned. Like once you get closer to the games, you know you break them up week by week. You can kind of get a sense of who's healthy, who's there, and and then you can start to do previews. Previewing the season now in August seems fruitless. Uh, but the other sort of big thing people always um, peek at when they're looking at the season is nationally televised games because it's sort of like a sign of respect or whatever. Um, you'll be surprised to learn that the Brooklyn Nets and the Los Angeles Lakers are on national TV a shit ton. Um, but I'm not here to sort of cape for mid market teams. In fact, I think if you really like the team like I feel this pretty honestly like your games being on national tv isn't that fun because you have to listen to the national broadcast that doesn't know your team the way your home announcers do and so you kind of miss out on those sort of fun nuggets and like the mimetic things of the way the bench celebrates and who does what and like all the little things you're tracking like if you watch 70 blazer games a year you're you're very tied to them and the national tv broadcast doesn't um it doesn't bring you that close, but I understand fans want it because it's like a sign of respect. Are we a good team? Do we get on national TV? The Blazers are going to get on national TV 15 times. And I was um, I was really curious to see if the Blazers would get national TV games after the trade deadline. And right now, <laughs> they don't have too many. Um, they have just four after uh, Martin Luther King Day. So the... <laughs> It sounds like why I was curious about this is because like maybe the Blazers, um, you know, maybe the the point guard guy gets traded um, and the Blazers might not be as compelling a television as they once were. And I wanted to see if like uh, national TV, if the ABC and ESPN and TNT were sort of hedging against that. And I think they have to um, to some extent, 11 of the Blazers, 15 nationally televised games, not including NBA TV, happened before January 14th. So. There you have it. Uh, that's that's about as much schedule stuff as as I got in me. Uh, normal number of back to backs. Second half of the season has your long road trip. First half of the season has um, is a little more hev- heavily loaded with home games. Typical of the Blazers season. Forty one at home, forty one on the road. Uh, my opinion of this team of being like a forty five win team. I've now looked at the schedule and they seem like about a forty five win team. There's other nudes in Blazerland. And it is of the musical variety. Damien Lamont Ollie Lillard Sr., or as he goes by in the music game, Dame Dalla, released his fourth album, Different on Levels the Lord Allows. And in the third segment, I want to talk about what I heard from the straight-up best album Dame's ever released. That's what we'll talk about to close the show. But first, let's talk about Rock Auto, the title sponsor for this podcast. You heard me mention him up top. And I've talked to you all about Rock Auto a whole bunch because it's the place that you can save time and money when you're shopping for car parts. There are so many makes and models of cars. So it's impossible. It is truly impossible for a local chain store to carry all of those parts. They're just not going to have them in stock. You can go ask, but you know, the chances are they're going to have something similar, but not exactly what you're looking for. So don't endure that pointless and intimidating uh, line of questioning you're going to have to go to if you go to the big chain store. Instead, just go to rockauto.com, save 30, 50, even 100% on all the parts you're looking for. 
They're reliably low for every customer. And they're the company that's been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They know what you're looking for. They've been doing it right. So go to rockauto.com. Use their website to find the solution for your auto part needs. That's rockauto.com. You'll see all the parts available for your car or truck. And while you're there, make sure you write locked on in their how did you hear about us box. That way, they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Still a pass first point guard, still Mike Richmond, and you're still listening to Locked on Blazers. We talked about CJ McCollum telling Woj that Dame's all in. We talked about the Blazers' schedule where they play a normal schedule against teams. Now let's talk about rap music, y'all. Damian Lillard, Dame Dollar, released his fourth studio album, Different on Levels the Lord Allows, available on digital streaming platforms. Dame has always been open about, you know, wanting to do this music stuff. Uh, He first released an album back in 2016, The Letter O, followed that with Confirmed in 2017, Big Dollar in, uh, in the summer of 2019, and now Different on Levels the Lord Allows in 2021. Uh, straight up, this is the best album he's ever made and it's not close. I, let me give you sort of my like bona fides. I'm not, I'm like a basketball nerd, y'all. If you listen to the podcast, you know the deal. But I grew up in the South when rap music became pop music. This is, you know, I've been listening to hip hop as since I was a kid because that was the popular music where I grew up. My, that's, that's what me and my friends listen to. Um, so it is not, I'm not like branching out by listening to Dame's album. This is the type of music that would be in my headphones anyways. So, um, but I have been pretty, uh, lukewarm on Dame's rap career. Uh, I thought the first album was like fun, like, oh, this is cool. Uh, this was a, this was a ball player rapping. This was, this was like a dude. This wasn't even like good for a hooper. This was like, I can't believe he put this much energy into it as a basketball player. Um, confirmed. I kind of felt the same way. That's the second album, uh, where he was, he was, you know, clearly had improved a little bit and it was like, he was getting more serious. Like that was a more serious record. Uh, but again, I, it didn't, it didn't quite do it for me. Uh, I thought the last album, while it received more praise, it felt like he was putting on a rapper costume. Like it felt like he was, um, you know, he did a bunch of hip hop tropes where he rapped about sex and money. And like, I, plenty of rap songs I like, uh, are dudes rapping about sex and money. Like the, the, the themes are not the thing that bothers me, but, um, it's, it just felt like Dame was playing like, the, the themes of the album were like, I'm rich and I'm so happy and I have a lot of sex. And that is like a normal rapper thing to talk about, but it didn't really feel authentic to Dame. It felt like authentic to, to Dame Dalla, this like sort of like persona that he's playing. And like one of Dame's best attributes is that he's, he's like deeply authentic. And I think on different on levels, the Lord allows you find that authenticity. He's rapping about changing poopy diapers and being, you know, um, in a committed relationship that was at some point on the rocks, both from his own infidelity and maybe his uh, fiancés as well because they've been together a long time and navigating being in the world that they're in. Like, it's an honest album. And more than anything else, it has better beat selection than he's had in the past. I thought Big Dollar had whack-ass beats. I did not like the way it sounded. I love I love the horns. I love how soulful different on levels of Lord allowed is. Like, this is a good, this is a pretty good rap album. Um, I've been getting super into the Portland rap scene recently and like, I've, I've probably listened to 
eight or nine different albums that uh, Portland hip hop artists have released this year. This is like in the top five. And this dude is has half a billion dollars, <laughs> lives in West Lynn. Like this is, he's, um, Dame is, this is a legitimately good legitimately good rap album like uh, uh, just straight up like i have not been complimentary of his music work work in the past this album is legitimately good some highlights the juice the opening track uh which has a hook by jane hancock uh this is as good as a rapping as you will hear as dame has done um he switches up his flow he's he's he used to be kind of like um, and he's, he switches up his flow. Like he shows his ability to rap in a couple different ways. This is kind of his evolution. He, the first album, he raps one way and he slowly kind of builds himself, but he's, um, the juice shows his versatility. Um, it has an accompanying music video. That's pretty good. And then just like the sound is, is, um, I love, I love the production on the song. This is legitimately good. Um, the next two overnight and right one, uh, maybe not, maybe not for me, um, Lil Wayne is like on every Dame album and I could go with less Lil Wayne. I could have less Lil Wayne. Um, I like We The Ones. That's the sixth track on the album. I think that's, I think that's really solid. Um, I like Meditate with Q-Tip. That's the ninth track on the album. Uh, Kobe is really good until Snoop Dogg comes on. Uh, we could just, <laughs> we could get Snoop Dogg out of there and it'd be, it'd be fine. And Goat Spirit, which is a single that Dame had previously released uh, featuring Raphael Sadiq is, is really good uh, closer to the album. This is like, this is a, this is good stuff like this is this isn't um ball this isn't like pretty good for a hooper this is a legitimately good album and this is coming from me someone who has um mostly not enjoyed Damon Lillard's rap career uh so congrats to Dame Dalla check it out uh like I said available on all digital streaming platforms um you probably know where to find it if this is something that interests you I'm not telling you this on like because I like Damon Lillard the basketball player I liked Damon Lillard the basketball player but never really liked Dame the rapper but I'm converted different on levels the Lord allows is legitimately a good album uh, I made my wife listen to it in the car I've listened to it a couple times in my headphones I've given it about five plays through uh, since it came out over the weekend so I'm 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 all in I like it I like it uh, will it be like on my sort of best of list for the year I don't know but I think like I won't um if I heard people playing this, I wouldn't be like, Blazer fans are so weird. I'd be like, yeah, this album's pretty good. Cool. Later this week, on this in this very space, we're gonna do mailbag like we like we typically do. Uh, it's our mailbag Monday. It's our uh, weekly mailbag show. I record it on Mondays and post it on Tuesdays. If you want to get involved in that mailbag show, tweet at me at Mike G. Rich. A couple of you already have this week, but uh, helps if you tag it as mailbag that way, or, or in some way indicate that it's a mailbag question. That way I know you're not just uh, tweeting an opinion or a question at me, or you can watch uh, my Twitter feed at Mike G. Rich on Mondays. I will send out a tweet sometime, probably Monday morning, um, soliciting uh, questions for the show. Respond to that tweet. I'll get you in the show. If you're not a Twitter user, you can get, you can get involved in mailbag at lockedonblazerspod at gmail.com. That's the email address. That's not just for mailbag. If you want to, that's the best place to contact me. If you want to ask questions about the show, share your thoughts, or if you want to share your Blazers moment of joy, we're doing those each week at uh, Fridays in the off season. Why, why the Blazers have brought you joy, what you, what you, the, what makes you feel good about this team? Why you fell in love with this team? Any any Blazers related moment of joy you can share, I would love to have it uh, or love to share it with a listening audience. That's lockedonblazerspod at gmail.com. We're still rolling uh, rolling along. Uh, we've officially reached the off-season schedule. Uh, so we are going to have probably three, four episodes a week here until uh, training camp ramps up. But we're not going anywhere. We're still going to have multiple shows every every week 
Uh, keep rolling along. Keep it. We're going to keep it consistent because if you are listening to a Blazer podcast in August, you're a big fan, and I want to keep delivering you content so you can stay close to this team. Uh, I know I have floated and promised interviews the last couple weeks. I've just had trouble locking folks down. People are traveling. Kids are starting school. Um, I'm still efforting those. I know the podcast is better as a conversation. I'm not, um, I don't want to slack on that, but I, I'm, I'm trying to get some uh, a diversity of interviews, some voices we haven't heard in the podcast before. Uh, and so hopefully, hopefully, hopefully this is the week. Uh, but if not, don't worry. I haven't, I haven't given up on you. I'm still, I'm still in booking mode, although it is um, proving to be slightly more difficult in the off season. All of that is to say, Lockdown Blazers is your is is the best Blazers podcast, and you should tell your friends that it is exactly that. The best way to help this podcast grow is by word of mouth. Uh, people listen to podcasts because you tell them it's good. That's that's how it works. So if you want to help this show, tell your friends about it. Say, hey, check out Lockdown Blazers. You can find it in whatever way you already listen to podcasts. Just search Lockdown Blazers. We will be there waiting for them. Appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.